Photoshop filters and after dark. Get your Microsoft Office Express your quark. Millions of colors with a VRAM chip. How about a system crash that'll make you flip? I'm a computer man. Is that computer language you're talking there? Uh, sure. Okay. Just wanted to be sure. You know, otherwise... Bob, with us, it's time for Tech Talk. Sure. Hi, Bob. We'll get it going. Get it started. Yes, let's do that. Got lots of stuff to talk about today, don't we, Oh, we do? Oh, yeah. Woohoo! All right, start us out. What are we talking about? Uh, I well, let's let's throw it over to Bob. Bob, what do you have for well, us? Well, Rusty, <laughs> it seems that we have some tech news that we can probably touch upon. That would be if good okay since it is that. since it is tech talk. It right. would be a good so every idea. once in a while, I like to catch up on some tech news, some recent stuff that's out there. Sure, on the world wide web. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> So Apple just had an event. I know how you love Apple. Oh, I love Apple. Uh, they announced actually the new iPhone 14. Uh, you know, I never thought I'd make it to 14. By, well, by this time next year, we'll be up to 28, I'm sure. So there's actually <laughs> um, the um, complaint, I would say. Actually, I saw the the iPhone 14. And some of the specs and features on it and stuff like that. And yeah. Like, you know what? I purposefully didn't want to get the 13 because I'm I'm not going to buy a 13. But, okay. But I was uh, looking at that 14. I was like, you know, that's pretty tasty. That's a tasty uh, looking device there. Mostly because of the photographic capabilities of it. That seems to be the direction that everybody's going these well, days. It's better cameras. Not just, well, not just the photos, but also the video capabilities. Of okay. It. So I was um, actually doing some video stuff this weekend with my regular iPhone. And while fantastic, while it's great and all that kind of stuff, I could definitely see where having a very nice iPhone would... Uh, enhance my capabilities yeah i hear that the new iphone comes with its own uh, video director so your selfies are more artistic yeah what I hear. well not exactly but i mean a guy didn't come with it no you don't actually it's get like one person. of those little clacker things <laughs> all right you're in you're in, you're in front of your meal action Oh, here's here's my sandwich and me eating my sandwich and this is all going to Facebook. See, that's what it all. Yeah, that's what it all that's, is. That's all. Yeah. That's all I would use it for. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Just taking pictures of food. Taking selfies. Taking selfies. Selfies with your food. Selfies with my yes. food. Yes. And and your cats. Selfies with your yes. your cats doing wacky things. That would be another. <laughs> That would be another oh, way to use that, that new yeah. iPhone. See? So it'd be worth all that money you spend just for right. for the wacky cat sure. videos. Don't you think? No. <laughs> but anyhow, they also had some other stuff. The I think it was the AirPods Pro 2. Uh, 
I didn't really get to see the the event. Now these I just are got highlights from it. The the uh, earpods too. That they, AirPods. They, they 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 come already lost, right? <laughs> no. No, you don't lose them. <laughs> really? I will say this: when I got the AirPods Pro, you know, of course they just announced the upgraded version of it, but I've had the AirPods Pro for um, probably a little more than a year. Okay. My watch is listening to me. Oh, okay, good. Um, and I will say that they are really good. Okay. I they, matter of fact, when I first put them in. I was like, so what? <laughs> it's a funny story. So when I first put when I first put them in, I was excited to get them. Uh, Target actually had a sale on them. Okay, so you bought them at Target. I bought them at Target. Okay. So I, I saw I got a an email. Target had them on sale, like stupid discounted. Target is a tech giant. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't think Target, but yeah. whatever. You know, okay. they yeah. had them. Sure. They were on sale. They were cheaper than anybody else around. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to get them. Especially since I was saving like 100 bucks or something. Sure. Well, yeah, so save the money. I don't even know how they were selling them that cheap. But anyhow, I ordered them online, got them, and drove up to South Bend, picked them up at the store. And I'm like, oh, I got to try these out immediately so i pulled them out of the box got them connected to my phone put them in and i was like did my truck just die so they were silent perfectly yeah. silent i couldn't hear my vehicle you're, running you stuffed it now, in your ear course, and it made silence good right but it, it has the noise canceling and stuff like okay. that yeah. so i can only imagine that the airpods pro 2 is going to be even better it has to be Right? Well, sure. They wouldn't just sell you the same old, same old, right? Oh, heavens no. <laughs> That's the point, you know. Rusty, like I said, when they get lost, you have to pay to find them. I don't know. No, um, that's not how that works. Oh, it isn't? No. I thought that, that Apple would just kind of make them get lost. There was some switch that they would throw where the, no, the, no, no, the earpods would get lost, don't and be, then the once you paid the ransom, spreading, they would let them come back to you. You're spreading fake news. Yeah. yeah, that's what I do. Ask anybody. And then uh, the other thing was that actually the text message I got was the Apple Watch Ultra. Um, that is an, an the updated version of the of the Apple the Apple Watch. Of course, I'm a big fan of the Apple Watch. So funny, th funny th another funny story <laughs> is that prior to the Apple Watch, I really didn't wear a watch. Yeah. It, it tended for me to, I, I wore a watch in my life on and off for years, since I was a kid, wearing your watch on and off. Right. Yeah. Sometimes I, I feel like it's necessary. Sometimes I'm like, eh, it's just in the way. Um, and when I actually switched to the Apple Watch, I think in, well, when was that? Gosh, a couple of years ago. So I've been wa wearing the Apple Watch now for my watch for a couple of years at least. And uh, I actually found it very useful well, good. For, for multiple things. N number one, it's you know, keeping track of some health stuff. Right. But it's also handy. Yeah. Um, in that, you know, if I get a text message or something like that, rather than picking up my phone, I can just glance at my watch. Or if I get somebody else sends me a message, you know. 
I can look at it and say, okay, yep. I'm going to ignore that one. Sure. You know, stuff like that. It, it, it is convenient in that respect. Or even answering a call. Yep. I, I don't know how many times that I've been, my phone's in another room, and the phone starts ringing, and I just answer it on my watch. Right. And without even having to go and find my phone, wherever it might be at at that particular moment. So it, it is convenient in that way. Yeah, and it also it unlocks, you know, like my Mac and stuff. Sure. When I sit down in front of the Mac in front of the desk, it just unlocks it for me because it sees that I'm there. It's almost like it's tracking me. Yeah, it secretes that happy juice that makes you send right. checks to Apple in your sleep I'm, that you don't I'm know pretty about. Sure that, I'm pretty sure they have some sort of needle system in this. That's what I figured. It injects me with, with happy thoughts. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's how it works. I thought so. That's the new feature. Plus, it's got, plus it's got Mickey Mouse on it. I mean, what what more could you possibly want? I don't know, Bob. I really don't. Hey, Mickey, how's it going? Oh no. Okay, so my my Google assistant was trying to talk back to Siri uh, just now. So it was, or I'm sorry, Mickey. trying to t- talk back to Mickey. What did it say? Um, Get that mouse out of my studio. Is that is that no, is that kind? That's, what, that's what the assistant says. Yeah. No. Now another interesting thing is that, um, so the new the new Apple Watch Ultra or whatever. I don't know all the specs on it yet, although it looks pretty sweet. Um, <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna get it. My watch works just fine. Well, then you shouldn't change watches. Stay with what works. I do. I do do tend to stay with what works. Uh, I can tell you that my iPhone, for me being the tech guy, my iPhone is not the latest or greatest one. I have the iPhone ten. I think you had a 5 when I met you. Yeah, I'm not mistaken. The 5S. Yeah. Yeah, the S. Not not just the plain 5, the 5S. 5S. Yeah. Uh, Before that, I had the 4S. Yeah. So, yeah, you've I mean, always I've, been at least three or four generations behind. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. Well, it's cheaper that way. <clears throat> I learned many, many, many years ago that keeping up with the Joneses down the street. Oh yeah, especially I mean, it is just especially with, with tech. Yeah, is um, you, you're yeah. gonna you're gonna waste so much money. Oh yeah, it's like yeah. eh. Now I didn't do that with the Apple Watch. As well, soon as it as soon as it came out with my watch, I ordered it. Okay. I was on top of it. Yeah, you were all over the Apple Watch. I was all over that. I'm yes, like, you know you what? Are. I want that. And I well, got it. I'm I'm happy for you. But, anyhow, you know, you so, can get a $10 cheapie at a department no, store you, that'll you just don't suit you just you fine. You don't understand, Rusty. It even looks like a Rolex. You you don't understand, Rusty. You You must join us. Anywho, so next month, Apple is supposedly going to be uh, announcing the new MacBook Pros. The, the big ones. The new, new line yeah. of, of MacBooks. Right. Supposedly. That, that's the rumor mill that's, um, that is coming out. So, so what are they going to put on that one? It's hard to tell. The ability Sometimes to see the surprise, future? You know, so one of the complaints is, I guess Steve Jobs' uh, 
daughter was actually complaining about the iPhone 14. Basically, you know, her father was an innovator or whatever. Yeah. And really pushing the envelope. I, I don't think that since the death of Steve Jobs that Apple has really been pushing the envelope. Now, I say that and people complain about that. But at the same time, for a for a long time they actually worked to create their own chips. Yeah. Their own internal architecture, which has been um revolutionary in and of itself. So I mean, I know they spent some time on that. So it's like, you know, give them a little bit of a break. <laughs> I mean, they they basically rewrote the book on processors and everything else. So let's give them a little bit of a break. I'm not I'm not going to start I'm not going to disown Apple because that their iPhone 14 looks exactly like the iPhone 13 except with just slightly larger cameras and stuff like that. I'm not going to do that. Okay. Well, good for you. Right now. <laughs> you're going to wait until you, you're I'm going to sure. wait. I'm going to uh, wait. Okay. I'll, I'll pass judgment later. All right. So Apple's got a new line. I'm, I'm interested to see the I'm computers. Gonna, what, do they just get faster? I mean, there's really not much else you can put on a computer. Well, here's the thing. So at a certain, I've always had this um, opinion about computers. At a certain point in time, what is actually the important things about your computer like at home or your device or your phone or whatever it might be, any, any electronic device. And it's like, at what point does it not matter anymore? How fast your processor is or how much Ram that you have right. or how much video you have and, and all this. Other. Now, if you're gaming, it's going to be a completely different set of circumstances. Sure. But at what point in time is, is does it just not matter? I mean, for many years now I've, recommended whether you're going with a laptop or a desktop an intel i5 processor eight gigs of ram and a 256 gig ssd drive that tends to cover just about every scenario for a business or a home user right that's the minimum that you go with now we are starting to get to the point where some applications are requiring a little bit more memory and stuff like that i don't think we're quite there yet but to future-proof things a little bit, if someone says, you know, I, I see this one that's got 16 gigs of, of RAM, like, yeah, go ahead and get it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yes, get it. Okay. If you can get it, if you can afford it, it's available, go ahead. Okay. I'm not going to stop you. See, those minimum requirements are the minimum. Yeah. You get below 8 gigs, you get below an i5 processor, you run into performance issues. Sure. And, and you don't want that. And you don't want that. Especially when you got wacky cat videos to <laughs> That's download. right. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, if you're processing those cat videos, you know, getting them ready for oh, distribution yeah. on YouTube or whatever, well, you're going to need a little bit more oomph to get that stuff out there. Yep, you're exactly but right. But I can tell you that my base model, what I use is what I recommend. My laptop, my everyday sure. laptop that I carry around with me, i5 processor, 8 gigs of RAM, 256, nothing crazy. And guess what? 
It does just about everything I ask of it. I can vouch for you on that. When you say that you don't use anything, that you don't recommend anything that you don't use or haven't used, you do, everything that you talk about on this yep. show, you have actually played with. I've, I've had at my one hands point on or another. Yep. At the very I least. I think anymore, I think anymore when we're talking about computer performance and stuff, what I often run into, uh, aside from viruses and scams and stuff like that, let's take that completely out of the equation. The other part of that that actually causes people grief and problems is actually connectivity. Connectivity is access to the internet typically or internal networks. So in a business environment, your internal network needs to be fast. You need to be able to load those documents quickly. You need to be able to access resources on a server quickly. Well, your bottleneck can often be your network. So the, the big problem that you need to solve in that particular case is actually the connections. So if you are, whenever possible, I always recommend a wired connection. Yes. A wired connection is going to be much more reliable, faster, and stable than a wireless connection. Right. Hands down. But a lot of people, what, so what, we'll walk into a business or something like that, you know, well, we're going to run this multi-billion dollar company, but we're going to use a, a, a simple little Walmart style router. Yeah. Okay. That's not going to work. Uh, there, there are other things that you need to take into consideration with that. Now, maybe at home that'll work, but I can tell you that that is not the way you want to do things. You want to have something that's, you know, basically enterprise grade. Uh, it's going to last for a long time. Your network internally, if you're running a business, is going to be a big factor. Now, connectivity outside of your network, connected to the internet. Yes. That's your next bottleneck. So if you have an old DSL connection where you might be getting, you know, you're buying a 10 meg package and you're getting five on a good day, you know, five megs download on on a good day, um, that creates a bottleneck. And then you get a phone call. I do. That says, my computer is running slow. And you, you know, you take a look at it and it's like, well, no, your computer's running fine. It's actually your internet connection. Yes. So that's when we start to try to have the conversation that, you know, maybe you should upgrade your internet connection um, if, if they can. So there are certain scenarios where, you know what, the only thing that you have is wireless or the only thing that you have is DSL. Your options are limited. And that's when you hear screams from another room of the word lagging and things smashing against the wall when you've got that. Yes, when you you have the children. Yeah. The children Uh, I've seen seen grown businessmen rip their own heads off over connectivity. Well, yes. (laughs) Connectivity is a big – that anymore – that's a conversation that you actually have to have. Yesterday, I was actually on site, um, customer site up in in Wakarusa, and we were at. That was a major. I didn't even know I was there for that. It just happened to. Um, I mean, as soon as we walked in the door, are you here to fix our internet? I'm like, well, no, but we can take a look at that for you, <laughs> see what's going on. Um, 
in that particular case, that's where you have to have that conversation and say, okay, what you have, what you currently have set up isn't working. Right. So you need to improve that connection. And, and once you improve that connection, then things tend to, to flow a little bit. You know, when you have a certain bottleneck, you can't really see where there's a problem somewhere else, typically. Okay. So opening that up, opening that pipe up and actually saying, okay, we now have our internet is perfect, but I'm still seeing, you know, an issue somewhere else. That's when you have to actually start digging into it and be like, okay, well, I found this switch. Yeah. So a very popular thing to do, and this was, this is actually funny. I won't say who here in, in uh, locally where this happened, but in all of the offices, there was like a five port switch. Okay. Everywhere. Yeah. It's like every office had its own five port switch. Okay. It's like, why? Why, why does everybody have this five port switch? So you actually have to go through and start cleaning stuff up. You have to start redesigning the network or fixing these little problems that, <laughs> that can crop up because the more devices that you actually have in the way, the more opportunities for failure that you actually create. Right. So by minimizing the number of devices that can fail, um, and by the way, all of those five port switches all unmanaged. So in, in IT parlance, you have managed devices and unmanaged devices. An unmanaged device, you can't see what's going on. Right. Whereas a managed device, you can. Right. So whenever possible, we always try to put a managed device in so that we can actually look and see what's going on. Yeah. So that we can look and see it on a port. Like, oh, well, your computer's only connected at 100 megs. That's why your computer's so much slower than everyone else's. Right. You know, you can see things that you wouldn't normally be able to see if it, on, a, on, a, on a dumb device. So the smart devices, uh, the managed devices is what we like to put in place. That makes our job easier. And by making our job easier and being able to diagnose problems means that we can fix problems more quickly, which means that the customer is more satisfied. Yes. You know, one of the most frustrating things that, that I see that my customers is, is going to see is when they're hovering over your shoulder, why can't you fix this? It's like, I don't know what the problem is just yet. There, we have too many, there's too many things in, in the way. You know, let's try, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, yeah. all this other kind of stuff. And it takes sometimes hours to go through there and figure out, okay, what's actually causing this problem? Right. How do I bypass this issue and try something else? So it helps. Yeah. But the connectivity part of it, so I, I always say the minimum requirements. And then, you know, I, I had this with a, a customer recently where they're like, well, my computer's not working. It's not working. It's like, well, okay, let me connect to you remotely, connect yeah. to them. And I'm yeah. like, well, I think your computer's fine. I'm like, I'm, I think it's your internet because I can't even get the computer to load yeah. remotely for me. Yeah. Um, on, and 
they're like, well, what wh- what can you do? I'm like, you're gonna have to call your internet provider. Yeah, it's that problem. You're you're. It's not your computer. It's not our problem. We didn't create this problem. The problem is with your ISP. You need to call them. Well, what do I need to tell them? Call them and tell them it's not working right. And a lot of times, the default answer for any type of service provider is, hey, it's not my fault. It's something on your end. Right. So sometimes when I make that phone call, I start off with, I work in IT. I know that the problem is not on our end. It's on your end. So let's start from that angle. (laughs) They don't like that. No, they don't But sometimes it's very frustrating. And I really... I, I hate dealing with certain types of people sometimes <laughs> because it's always, you know, and, and I feel bad when I, when I answer that phone call and I'm like, well, it's not, it's nothing we did, you know, it's, yeah, it's nothing we did, but you know, well, we're you want to help phone people, call, but I want to help somebody. So when you have to make that phone call and be like, and then you get the, that person on the, nope, it's not our fault. And it's like, well, yes, it is. I can. I have done it many times, especially with software vendors. I. I. Oh my gosh! You have no idea. There's. There are certain classes of of people that I don't like. Classes of IT people that aren't necessarily IT people. Yeah. So I won't say it because there's probably somebody listening. So yeah, I'm not okay. going to say. It. But, All right, don't. But we have terms. <laughs> nothing. Nothing bad. Oh sure. But we have terms for certain people. Yeah. Like, I'll say, software people. And when, when we're in the office, I'm like, well, it's, it's a software person. <laughs> that, we know what we're talking about. Oh, yeah. That that software vendor is, I, I was on a conference call one time with, with a software vendor. And I'm like, look, like your software is not working correctly with Windows 10. Oh, yes, it is. We don't have this problem anywhere else. I'm like, well, I'm telling you, we have it. No, that's not possible. I'm like, well, let me show you. So remoting in on a conference call, there's like there's like me, two other people in the office, two other you know software engineers on the phone. We're all looking at the same computer, and I'm like, watch this. And with a couple clicks, I break their software. Their software crashes. Oh. They're like, well, that's blah, 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 blah. I'm like, no, watch again. <laughs> when I can duplicate a problem with exact same results, yeah. then, they ha- then they're like, uh, well, we're going to have to look into that. Yeah, you definitely. Know, th- their default answer is, it's not our problem. We didn't do it. And as IT guys, and I have to, to say that it's, it's difficult sometimes having those, these conversations with customers because we're the person that's on the front line. Right. Yeah. So when we walk in and we say, okay, this, it's not working. You know, there's some, there's some problem with windows. I just got a text message working with a problem with windows. Okay. There's a windows update that came out. It broke something. Oh, I can guarantee you surprise, based on surprise, surprise, surprise. <laughs> So yesterday it started, uh, I started getting some, uh, phone calls from customers about a a particular issue dealing with macros and, um, Excel files and word files, 
macros that might be enabled on these files. Now, suddenly these are not working because we're using a server, blah, 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 and all this other kind of good stuff. It's not my problem. But I'm, ex I'm the one who's there. I'm the one that gets the phone call. Microsoft doesn't get the phone call. So we have to fix it for Microsoft. Oh, okay, good. So do you get paid that way, or is that? Uh, yeah, basically. I mean, I always say <laughs> Microsoft, Microsoft pay you for the help. No, is that what oh, Microsoft okay. right. keeps us busy. Yeah, I've always said yeah. that for for a few yeah. years now. That Microsoft well, keeps us busy. Seems like they ought to, you know, pay you a little something for finding a problem and fixing it. The customer it. does. Oh, okay. They all create right. problems all, all the right. time, okay. and it, uh, and it also happens. Um, with all different kinds of scenarios, you know, it, it any customer could have a particular problem, and we don't know what's going on. We don't know why this problem has happened, or how this problem has happened. But we're we're the ones that get the call that are expected to fix right. said problem. Damn. We didn't create the problem, but we're also the ones that get the ire of someone. Well, well, this is your problem. You did this to me. You're no, the you're no, the one in the room. That's the problem. We're the one that's you're the in one the room. That's we're there. Yeah, we're on the front lines of things. You're like a that big punching bag at that. Pretty moment. much, pretty much. <laughs> it, it it weighs heavily on my yeah psyche. Yeah, on my psyche. <laughs> it's like it's like you know I didn't do this. This is not technically my problem but now it is my problem because i'm the one getting the phone call i didn't do it i didn't do it i didn't do it Please. i've even had people like well what'd you break that for i'm like we didn't break it we do you think so honestly oh that that kind of question that one would, gets me that would be a dangerous one to ask me well why did you break it well because i don't like you that's why i did it i know why <laughs> i wanted to get over i wanted to stand here in, in front of your computer for the next three hours and get yelled at i just yeah I, that's what i was actually really going that's actually for, what right? i was after that was yeah. the whole purpose i here. love getting yelled at <laughs> for absolutely no reason yeah i always love questions like that <laughs> i always love those anywho you want to give something away? Let's give something away, Russ. Let's Rusty. give something away. We've let's, had, let's do something had a happy. Moment of of uh, a morning of of, of of like purging ourselves. Of, yeah. Of the venting. I was the, venting a little the bit there. I'm sorry. Weight of the day. So how about if we give something away in our segment? Sponsored by Pizza Bills and. Bob, what do we... Well, let's get a caller first. Yeah, let's get yeah, the caller going. First. Okay. Well, I hope Kathy's out there answering the phone. I do, too. Caller 3, 574-936-4096. 574-936-4096. Caller number 3. All you got to do is call. Think happy thoughts. And you have a chance to win. Take it away, Bob. Well, on the Pizza Bills prize wheel, we've got a... $15 Pizza Bills gift certificate really? for you. If, Amazing! If you, if you get the spot. Also, right across from it on the wheel is the Zoink. Gotta mention that that's on Gotta there. Gotta mention the Zoink. Don't want to get that. But you could also win a uh, $10 Amazon gift card, a $10 Burger King gift card, a $10 Dairy Queen gift card, or a $10 McDonald's gift card. So you got, like... Food, food, forever, fun, and prizes. Uh, there we go. So I think we have a, uh, we have a player. Let's 
bring this. I think I got it. There we are. Okay. Uh, we have a player. Player, I need your first name. Mike. Mike. All right, Mike. Think happy thoughts, Mike. Oh, you know, I forgot that my shoulder's messed oh, up. Oh, yeah. This is going to be tough for Bob. He can't I, use his right shoulder. He, right. He slept wrong. I so, slept on yeah. it. Yeah. Because I'm old. Yeah. Here we go. I'm going right. to use my left hand for this. All right, Mike. Happy thoughts. The wheel is spinning, and it is. It is. A ten dollar Dairy Queen gift card. You're going to Dairy Queen. Okay. Hey. All right. Hey, I'll have that here at the station for you. All right. All right, man. Thanks, Mike. All right. Mike. Big Mike winner. is the winner. I love big it when we winner. give your stuff away. I yeah. love giving your stuff away. It's one of my funnest things. Well, I'm just glad we didn't get the zoink. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't like the zoink. I don't either. I don't like the zoink at all. So how do they get a hold of you, man, if they well, need to? Well, uh... if they want to call the office, they can call 574-936-8229. I will be in Stark County today. Oh, that's right. Added, is... added a new customer, actually, today, too. Ooh. Yes. Very good. Business is good. Yep, it just keeps going. Stay tuned. we got news coming up. Then uh, what's your opinion? So don't go anywhere. You're listening to FM 106.1 and AM 1050. WTCA Plymouth. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. Federal subpoenas have been issued to dozens of people with close ties to former President Trump over January 6. CBS's Scott McFarland is in Washington. Multiple knowledgeable sources tell CBS News the investigation branches into at least three areas. The alleged attempt to submit fake electors to overturn the 2020 election. Also, the money spent to overturn the election by Trump's super PAC, Save America PAC as well. And finally, into Trump's Stop the Steel Rally, January 6th. Students in Seattle could go back to school soon now that the Seattle Public Schools says it has reached a tentative deal with the teachers union. Details of that agreement haven't been released, but educators went on strike last week over pay issues and classroom support. This morning, about 15,000 nurses are back on the picket lines in Minnesota. They say they want to raise and more support staff to provide better care. Imagine yourself in a hospital bed waiting too long for pain medication to the point that you are now in tears. They'll strike at least one more day. Britons are still mourning their queen. The queen's coffin lay at rest through the night in Edinburgh's cathedral as thousands filed past. Four and a half hours, that's fine. <laughs> Even longer if we had to. She means so much to everybody and it's just heartbreaking that she's going. King Charles III is in Northern Ireland today receiving condolences from the anti-royalist leading party Sinn Féin. Here in London, an eerie scene overnight as troops rehearse tomorrow's massive military procession which will carry the queen's coffin from Buckingham Palace to Westminster Hall. People have already begun waiting in line for the official lying in state, which doesn't begin till tomorrow afternoon.